0: A whole lot of gang shit, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Game Over Greggy Show. My name is Nick Scarpino, filling in for Greg Miller. Today, I'm with my two illustrious guests, both been on the show before, Mr. The Pure One, Tim Geddes. And they call him Maximum, they call him Candy, Mr. Andy Cortez. How are you, sir? Go Spurs, go. There it is. Uh, Greg is not here today. Greg is visiting Montreal with uh, the love of his life. Jen Millar, St. Ange. St. Ange Millar. I don't know how you say your last name, and I never will. Never. I'm not going to bother learning Don't fucking learning worry about it. it,
1: dude. It's not our last name anymore. But we got a great
0: podcast ready for you guys. Of course, if you didn't know, uh, the Game Over Greg show, each and every day we get here. I already nice. screwed it up. No. Four, this, oh, this is what it is. This is where four, sometimes five, gather around this table. Best friends. Wow. How did you... Such a We're This is where four, effort. sometimes five best friends gather around this table. We bring in topics that we want to discuss. We throw them out to each other and we discuss them. Of course, the new format of the show. We don't do it daily anymore. It's every Friday. There's either an episode that goes up exclusively for Patreon supporters or then the following Friday, goes to everyone. Decluttering so guys, the Facebook, de-cluttering YouTube feed. It, <laughs> uh, it gives us the opportunity to just do a fun podcast, not necessarily have to break them up by topics. If we're going really long on one topic, we just keep going. Spring Before, cleaning. Greg would be slapping me under the desk on my dick. He'd be like, the dick, slap, slap the deck! slap Shut up, Nick. Shut up, shut, shut up, Nick. And I'd be like, I really want to talk more about how bad The Last Jedi was. And he's like, stop Swap. talking about it. We have to move on to which one's better, uh, Bubblicious or Juicy Fruit. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Whatever Andy's <laughs> topic was from that week. Right. Um, of course, if you guys are uh, supporting us at the $1 above level on Patreon, you could be watching this live right now just like so many people are out there thank you so much for that we also offer it ad free we have a pre and post show that you get to watch live you can also get that on demand later if you support us the $10 above tier it's all sorts of fun stuff so go over to patreon if you're watching this if you're not on shit. there and get that whole lot of gang shit first topic oh we're getting
1: right into I it, now, like like it i don't like to mess around i
0: don't Greg does the fifty okay. minute spiel i gloss over yeah i come i go here's what i go i go away into mm-hmm. my brain for mm-hmm. a little bit and i think about. Just different things. And then when he comes back to me, it's just gotta different put, things. I got to put my brain back on like, It's just nice oh. different things. It's all clean. It's all like stark. It's like one color. It's monochromatic. Yeah. It's I beautiful. Can't, I can't remember the
1: last GOG I was on. Yeah, I think it was think two GOGs ago. Uh, when you did the Black Eyed Peas topic, and we're like, we're not letting this guy back on GOG. Really
0: That's <laughs> the best topic we ever Here's how <laughs> that topic, topic started for top. those People of you who don't. Here's how that topic
1: started for those of you that don't remember. It's
0: the year 2069, hey. and they come from the future back to this year, and you're like, "Wait a minute, is the 2069 or is it this year?" Like, That's what's why going it's one on? Of the
2: best topics. This it, fucking makes no has ever had. Yeah. it makes
0: no sense. It makes no sense. No, first topic starting off, our LA trip. We yeah. went down to LA we did. Uh, to support one of the other Let's Play family people, Funhouse. Fun house. They're doing a live show. Tim goes, Nick, do you want to go down to LA for? And I said, "Stop right there. I'm in because mm-hmm. I love LA." We look great. By the way, we all the three of us look great in L.A. In we do. Look LA. We look great in L.A.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, obviously, Funhouse Live—the first ever Funhouse Live show—they've done panels and stuff like that before. But I was very interested to see what those six sons of bitches were going to put out. So on they, they've
1: done—they've done live shows before as well. Yeah. Like they've done Dude Soup Live, yep. uh, and they, it was under the Funhouse Live pseudonym banner uh banner Ish. before the bruce and uh banner. but for this they're like we're doing funhouse live and it, it's going to be more similar to uh kind of funny life mm-hmm. and i was like well i gotta see this shit i want to support him this is one of the first times that we we're like hey we just want to support our friends so we're just gonna go yeah they didn't send us whatever we like, didn't, we're, we didn't we're doing try this aggressively to get into the show yeah we oh, made didn't it, it known that we
0: were there beforehand so if at least wanted to like slot me in the show or whatever to open for or whatever i guess i would have done that but they didn't. And, uh, and they you know didn't me, like me. I would have taken. I would have been a part of anything they wanted me to. Like Andy, out of nowhere, I, to be I guess prop, we're, guys, we're skipping ahead it, here, but at some point, we're walking into this venue, right? First off, I booked us at a, a, the most Japanese hotel you've ever seen in your entire life. It was, it and was. it's literally a Japanese hotel. It's called the Miyaki. It is a Japanese themed hotel where they literally have. I don't
1: have, think it was called that, but <laughs> it was Miyaki.
0: Yeah, Miyako, Miyako, Miyagi. I thought, Miyazaki. Which one does Howell's Moving Castle?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's just like there's the softball and Nick was just waiting to hit it. So we walk over it from was
0: Miyako. Miyako, thank
1: you. Uh, which, by the way, Tim, you tried the bidet for the first time. Ooh, I did. You did. did first, time. first time, never had a bidet before. Never experienced it. Um, man, that thing has a, a proton torpedo right to the asshole. You it knows, man. I just sat there and I didn't know what I was getting into because <laughs> no. I sat and I'm like, I, I kind of expected more of just Ooh, kind of like tickle. a. I thought it was gonna be more of just like a general wetness, like a. Yeah. I
2: thought a hand a, was gonna kind of come.
1: A sploosh, up. you know? Yeah. But no, it's just it's a pretty solid stream. just yeah, it is kind of getting up in there, and I I was like looking at it and like this thing was kind of okay. Let me let me take a step back. Sure. Everything's very small there. In this hotel. Yes. Very small. Yes. The shower? This toilet was I am a, a short small. man. The shower heads were so short. Showering, very difficult for me. The shower head ended probably it was at like, nipple level for like, you. Yeah, like under <laughs> nip level, right? Like my dick was having a great time. It was real clean, but the rest mm-hmm. of me, not so much. Right. Uh, but the toilet, also very small. Like sitting on the seat, I'm like, man. I got one of them big butts, like, I cannot lie. Like this is, it was not good for me. But next to it, there was this like contraption and I'm looking at it and it says like, you know, there's like heat and power level and all Mm -hmm, this stuff. mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, this is a bidet and I'm gonna do it and it's gonna be crazy. But like, I hit the button and I hear the thing start whirring up and it's like, Mm and I was like, shit, it's about to go. It's about to go. And it felt like the Death Star when you see all the green laser things Mm -hmm. start to form. And I was just like, <laughs> when what? it's about to fire and yeah, blow up a planet. Exactly. And I was Kid. like, but that I, there was like a fear, you know? <laughs> oh yeah. Like, Cause you don't like, know what it's going to feel how hot, like. How hot's it going to be? If right. there's a hot level, if there's a power level, like what is going on? Cause you've
0: got two
1: of the most,
0: some of the most, if not the most, sensitive parts of your body down there, right? You've got the butthole. Yep. You got the grundle. And you also have the back My of the sack. Boys are just hanging you have the back there, of the right? sack, which a lot of people don't understand. Part of the reason when you get kicked in the balls that hurts so much is because it actually hits the back of the sack. Mm-hmm. The most sensitive part That's of the someone's most balls. Most sensitive part. Side gotta tip. be careful.
1: Um so I'm sitting there and I'm just kind of gearing up and I'm like, you know what? I've waited in line this long. I'm just gonna I'm here for the ride. And boy. That thing did not waste time. It just went, and it, it knew. I don't know how, it but it, it. one solid stream right to the anus. Yeah. Well, mine
2: was different. Mine was a little bit different. So mm-hmm. you tried it too. So let, let's pretend this is the butthole.
0: Okay. Can uh, people, Kevin, people can we at we home, hit, can you see can that?
2: Skycam? Oh, do we have Skycam now, Kev? Because I have a hole with some brown Yay. liquid in here. And it kind of oh, makes soupy. sense. So, like, it's let's soupy. It's Let's say this is the
0: gooch, right? And this is the this, butthole. Which part's the balls? Where, are these the balls? Is this does it go balls, gooch, butthole? No, no, no. Your gooch is between your balls yeah, and your yeah, butthole. Yeah. You go- weirdo,
2: gooch, butthole, and like the back of kind of like on un- the side of my butthole. So like th- the water did this and went, and it's like it's almost is like when you see a really high powered toilet and it just like yeah. like sort of sucks it. Like <laughs> oh, <yeah>. I felt <laughs> like the water in the, do that. The airplane? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I felt the water do that. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> like, and what was weird is that we were sharing a hotel room. And I knew that you knew that water was up my asshole. Yeah, Like mm-hmm. it was just such a weird moment <laughs> that like we sort of shared, like kind of like Kylo. already the best podcast we've Hilo. done. Yeah. Like holographic, yeah.
1: Both of us just sit down, you're right though. I did, I was having that moment where I like, I couldn't see what was around you, but I could see you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You could see my asshole. <laughs> I, it's one of those things where, so there's a
0: couple different types of bidet. This was the built into the uh, toilet seat bidet that had little uh, Captain Kirk control arm that comes out right here and you can be like, number two, engage. Um, that's a different than <laughs> a European two. bidet. A European bidet sits. Ne- it looks like another toilet that just has a faucet. So instead of like, so you just turn it on it just it runs faucet them. and you can, you can get back there and just kind of position it yourself. But it's down water. This one in very much the way that the Japanese are very efficient, very pinpoint. Uh, they took the old shitty European technology that kind of didn't work very well. <laughs> and they said, we're going to, we're going to make this the most efficient thing you've ever seen because yeah. we don't have a lot of space in Japan and we certainly don't have a lot of water. That last part I can't I can't prove or disprove. I don't yeah. know how much. Mm. I don't know if they have a water shortage in Japan. What I like about that is, is great. Um, you, I mean, it's true now. You just said it. But the ones in Europe, obviously, it's just like a shower. It's like a shower, like a bathtub head. So you just kind of get your butt in there, and you can have See, as much I contact kind of expected or not. More like
1: that. I expected it to kind of just be like
0: this one gets a you so in the perfect spot that it it tickles at first, and then that tickle radiates all the way to your body to the back of your teeth. Do you guys notice that where it's like back here? Ah, oh. Ah, you chills. know like it's coppery like when, <laughs> when he puts that thing in his chest you and it Iron Man looks like a <laughs> reaction
1: <laughs> yeah uh, you know. uh, there was a moment when it first hit that That's I was never like you know old. it surprised me <laughs> yeah. uh, and I was like oh shit that was like more intense and, and like different temperature than I expected so and then, bad, then immediately but... I pushed those things up and yeah, I was just did. like yeah. I gotta test Ramp it, up, it up, up, learn stuff up. about myself and then I was just like if I'm being honest, like, I wish it went two times higher. Yeah. I just wanted to see what was going on. This right? is awesome, yeah. Did but you think
0: at any point, this is very, uh, we'll go there, you know, we're friends. Let's just go there, dude. Do you guys just, at any point think about maybe, you know, maybe that might be a sexual
1: thing? If I'm being honest, yeah. You can't not think. Yeah, you can't not think. It yeah, right? you can't not think it. Well,
2: there is such a good feeling that when you poop, like, isn't it just, isn't that known that when you poop and it feels good? It is known. It is known.
0: Like I, I have this conversation with people all the time because I encounter people every once in a while who don't like. Can I get a coffee? And you guys <laughs> yeah. <it was> low- <laughs> uh, what the fuck are you eating? Are you eating macaroni and cheese? Yeah, okay. Everything he does is magic. <laughs> Everything he does is magic. Every once in a while, I'll meet people who don't like pooping. Yeah. They don't like it. Maybe oh, they can't the do best. it. Maybe they can't do it consistently, or maybe they just they just the whole experience they don't like. I don't like it. it. Is you are one of those people? That's right. Yeah. You don't like. You don't it. like it.
1: I have conservation problems.
0: I mm, am. It it's the only time in the day that I truly love. I was telling you this morning, I got up today. I was like, I'm a little tired, but you know what? Coffee's going to get me out of bed. Got to my coffee. And the next thing I thought was, when am I going to take a poop? Cause I'm looking forward to it. Came in the office, got the stories ready for the morning show. Had a couple more minutes. It's time for me. It's me time. It's mm-hmm. me time. I don't know why I got on that subject. Oh, no, you were talking about pooping. You're talking about maybe pleasuring yourself to the, to the sweet, sweet feeling of that little thing tickling your two hole.
1: <laughs> Damn, dick. All <Yeah>, right, <laughs> cool. Greg's out. <laughs> <laughs> he just came in. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. It definitely it was an it was an experience. So I, that yeah. was the Miyako. High, so that was the Miyako <laughs> hotel. We, Although I I'm gotta put a couple things out. About yeah, this Miyako. Hotel. One, one terrible hotel. Terrible hotel. <laughs> Two uh, elevators the, the don't work. Period of the shower thing. Yeah, very weird. Like I just don't understand it. Like the, statistically, mm-hmm. that can't be a good idea. Uh, well. going on further than that, mm-hmm. Nick, the horrifying alarm that went off that was just like, <laughs> warning, <laughs> this is a drill.
0: Now I saw, I walked into my hotel room. I saw two pieces of paper posted invisibly clear side that said, Hey, at 11am on Friday where you're going to be testing the fire alarm. I tweeted out on my, or didn't tweet out, I put on my Instagram that little picture of like, hey, we're in construction, sorry. It was like a cute little Japanese like character. And I was like, how can you be mad at this? But I, I made a note to tell you guys, hey, by the way, don't get freaked out. There's gonna be an alarm tomorrow. And then I just didn't do it. Yeah. I didn't tell you guys it that. It was a
1: weird, it was definitely a weird well, moment. What but was, what was also weird is our alarm clock went off at 6 a.m. And I didn't like that at all. No, Did yours true. go off at 6 no. a.m.?
0: What happened to my room was the first thing I do when I get into the hotel room is I always check the air conditioning right if it's not on i put it on i like to come back into an ice cold room yeah, i'm one too. of those guys that like i'll put it down to like 50 and then when i get in there and be like oh it's way too cold way too cold and i'll get mad at, at past nick for fucking over <laughs> sure, future Nick, yeah. right But then I kick it back up to around 59, maybe 60 degrees, maybe like, you know, maybe 65, depending on Mm -hmm. how cold it is outside and I'll get it in there. So what do I do this time? Kick it down to 59. Thank you, sir. Now I had a
1: problem with this AC unit.
0: Okay. I had a massive problem with this AC unit because it just started pumping out high heat, which I didn't notice until four o'clock in the morning when I woke up completely dehydrated because it was not, the AC wasn't working. (laughs) It was just pumping out lukewarm heat and slowly raising the temperature of the room. It's like that scene from Mission Impossible where they have to slowly raise the temperature of the room so that his body can go so in there can't and match it. You can handle the truth. Yeah, it's exactly like that. was like, yeah. ah, people in the same blood in the same mud. Yeah. Um, so it was all around never staying in there before. Now, I, I stayed in there like 10 years ago for E3 one time and remember I re- distinctly remember thinking to myself, I will never stay in this hotel ever again. And then we got off the plane and you were like, just book the cheapest one possible. And I pulled the Tim Gettys. I booked the cheapest <laughs> one possible and he bit us in the ass.
1: What, uh, th- that could not have been the cheapest.
0: No, there were worse ones. But I don't go below a threshold of like 200 bucks. That,
1: that is fair. There's a thing, There's a, it's LA, down, downtown LA. Uh, there's a problem a with these hotels where there is a threshold. <laughs> now granted I, your thresholds are all over the place and I don't trust them uh, but I agree that you don't get the cheapest hotel. No. Because cheapest hotel You don't, get the, you don't a, get the
0: one that's like $100 Best Western and you have to build your own bed.
1: I'm not against but like $69. Cheapest you know hotel is mean? like, where uh,
0: we ended up walking after the venue probably.
1: We're jumping all over the story, but sure, that's fine. Yeah. We're having fun. That's fine. Well, I do want to can... go back to just really we'll, quickly we'll make, a, make a
2: quick note about the uh, about when the alarm before the alarm
0: mm-hmm. went off. Mm-hmm. We're all chilling in the room. Okay, can you note know, like the management of the Miyako Hotel is listening yeah. right now. They're not
2: over the intercom. I'm brushing my teeth, Tim's like getting dressed, and we just hear attention, attention <laughs> in five minutes, an alarm will go. And it like they were pumping this sound directly into the bass. room, and it really bass. And I was like, "What if, like, what if I was jerking off?" And like,
0: and then this voice. <laughs> I'll, just go, I'll go. I'll go. Me. You one farther. What if you are jerking off and you liked it, and you immediately just like go. <laughs> I love Golden danger. Child. danger. <laughs> I love danger. I'm not leaving. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it was weird. We're not staying in that hotel ever again. <laughs> Because I feel like here's the deal. We got a best Western hotel for a more expensive price. That's what I'm pissed off about, is that we got the shittier experience, because you should have just paid 100 bucks and stayed in a shitty hotel. That's all I'm saying. We paid too much.
1: I, I see what you're saying. You see
0: what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I expected it to be a cut above the 100 to 150 price range of hotels, and it was sorely underneath. Oh, no. We should have just saved the money, stayed at a Roach yeah. Motel, maybe no. gotten lice or no. bed bugs, and then taken them and given them to Kevin well, as, a, as a nice little surprise.
1: The, the Holiday Inn. I'm okay with Halloween. I think it's,
0: it was more expensive. No
1: way. Yeah, it was like 250. dollars got God, let's ex- They're they expensive got a, they're downtown. downtown. That's, that's the, the problem. problem I get it, though. Um, I'm trying not to waste our money. Jumping around. So after the Funhouse show, we we leave. Nick immediately, he sees James Willems' abs, and he's like, I got to go home. And so he goes home. And me and Andy are like, we got to get food before we go home. We're like The I, show yeah, was day, great. I mean, We'd was been pizza, drinking. And yeah. We were drinking. We're like, we need some pizza. Was, you more than me. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Definitely. And I was like, I need some pizza. And uh, then we, we leave. And we start walking. And it's like, oh, it's like four blocks away. We start walking. We do the turn. One block's cool. Next block, I'm like, mm, things are looking a little shady. But one block later, me and Andy are in the middle of a homeless encampment. And Andy just looks at me and just goes, hey, uh, let's just turn but around. But there's no lights. And like, there was no lights.
0: For anyone that is familiar with downtown LA, there is, I believe, a section called Skid Row, which <laughs> is where literally all the homeless tents are. It's, a, it's basically like a non-sanctioned like, homeless camp. Like strip where they're just like, listen, we're as the LAPD. We're not powerful enough to go in there and take these people out. It's us versus them. Let's just have a truce. And there's it's been an uncomfortable them. truce for the last 15 years between those two groups. You guys in your beautiful, beautiful innocence must have stumbled into that.
1: We were right there. And I wanted pizza so bad that I was just kind of like, let's just get through it. Let's just get through it. But Andy's just like, hey, man, let's just turn around. And the moment I, he said that, I sobered up instantly. And I'm like, let's turn around and go. Mm-hmm. And it was and just as like, soon without I, breaking a step. We just Yeah,
2: cut. I I went. uh I went. Tim, we should probably turn around right And you're like, yeah, you know, I've been thinking that, but I've just been talking and try to like act like I'm not worried about it And then, um, and so we keep walking and we're like, should we turn around here? And Tim goes, well, like, should we keep walking and then find a place to turn around? Or should we cross the street? I was like, no, we can just turn around. There are, yeah, like, we can just there are clearly no rules yeah. here. <laughs> we can turn around here because we just walked by a drug deal. Like, yeah. And it wasn't a
0: weed drug deal. Like, <laughs> Dude, I had, I had a first thing uh, for the first time ever in my life. I was uh, walking home from that drucker gig from Shit Arcade that we did last Saturday night. And I had parked like an idiot thinking it was one bar I parked in Union Square, but I, and it was Piano Bar, which is down on, like, Taylor and Eddie. It's, like, maybe seven blocks away. Very, very much deep into the Tenderloin. Yeah. And as I'm walking, I I took a ride on Ellis. was there, I think it's Ellis. Never take a ride on Ellis. If you ever see, if you guys are ever, if you're here for the kind of funny prom, don't walk down Ella street. Cause it is the street that when you keep going, it's just every homeless person eventually does drugs there. And I walked by and for the first time in my life. I looked over and I saw one person sticking a needle in another person's arm and like Eesh. they were doing heroin. And I'm like, I mean, I've seen, I've, I've walked by people smoking crack before. And obviously everyone smokes weed in this fucking town. Cause it's like, oh, weed's legal now. Let's all smoke weed. This was shocking yeah, to me. That's how they talk. That and was, I I was so uncomfortable about it. I started making fun of it in my own head to like just deal with the fact that I was up. like, holy shit, that person's like fucking their life Shoot up right up, now in front yeah. of me. It was intense.
1: It was intense. Yeah. They, A lot
0: intense. So were they, yeah. Yeah, they were intense. So fucked up. That's fucked up, Andy. You're gonna go to hell for that statement. But yeah, no, <laughs>
1: it was it was scary, and then we ended up getting ramen.
0: <laughs> yeah. Where did you guys did you guys get we ramen across hotel? We got ramen across from our from across
2: hotel. because it was the only spot that was open. My not ramen
1: good. was whatever I forgot what Tim got I got some like fried rice thing and it was pretty damn yeah
2: good. mine was like just it was midnight ramen it was better than I expected but it's always weird not because
0: we are staying in the area uh, of downtown known as Japantown which by the way is only really like a strip of like one half of a street yeah uh one one but it's basically a, a little block Tokyo, was it was yeah. a little Tokyo um but you always wonder I always wonder like because I've never, like in our Japantown, I can't think of one restaurant that's really noteworthy as being like authentically good food. No, you're fucking up. Marufuku, Marufuku ramen. ramen. Is that where Dude. that is?
2: Anybody who comes to San Francisco that's for a kind of wait. funny prom or just comes to visit, go to Marufuku Ramen. It is on the top level of the Japantown shopping center. It's going to be like an hour to an hour and a half wait.
1: And somehow. But you have it? to
2: come knowing, you have to come when you're not starving. You come, you put your name down, right? And then eventually you, out, you will you be hungry by the you time you're back. ready. Yeah, and you can walk around and shop around. And there's like a really cool, um, like sort of manga shop. And there's like lots of cool video game memorabilia if and shit like that. Paper
1: craft. There's a lot of paper craft. There are. Places. Yeah. There's but also the, the downstairs spot is the one
2: that has like all the video game books and like ze- all sorts of Zelda shit. It's really cool. Um, awesome. old, and then you go back up to Maruku and it is. A treat. It's a damn treat. It is a treat. It's a number one Yelp ramen reviewed place in San Francisco.
0: Well, I was and completely the world, wrong then, wasn't I? I would say the world. I'll eat a big bag of uh, of humble pie
1: <laughs> on that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so
1: jumping jumping back to it, then yeah. we saw the Funhouse show, and it was spectacular. Fun fun thing. We uh, I was I'm
0: always worried that we're like overstepping our bounds or like trying to like like do people really, do Funhouse audiences really know who we are? We like do we, does it matter? We walk up. First off, as we're in the VIP line, the person behind us is like, hey, what's up, guys? What's up, Tim and Nick and Andy? Good to see you guys. I'm a kind of funny fan. I think he was wearing a kind of funny shirt, and I was yeah. like, okay, we're in a good place. Yeah. And then as we were walking in the line, there was like four best friends that were just at the front of the line, like, what up? And I was like, what up? Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, seeing yeah so everybody. that was actually, it was really cool uh, seeing how close the communities are now and the, how there's a lot of overlap. And like, we've clearly shown them that, hey, everyone who likes Funhouse, we're sort of the, um, I guess, better yeah. Version of them would be is that definitely right? more handsome, really cool? more yeah. built? Yeah, yeah it definitely will work yeah. out more for sure 100%. on a whole.
2: Yeah, yeah. I I uh, I was talking to Elise and James about this. Like I I always wonder when I read their comments or ours, and some of our fans like hate on them, or some of their fans hate on us. Um And I sort of <laughs> <laughs> could, like, ask which ones. Um, and I sort of equated to if we were going out tonight, and I said, "Hey guys, I have a friend coming with me. Mm-hmm. He's really cool. He's funny." You guys would just be like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I'm down to meet this person. And I always wondered why some of the fans aren't more accepting than that. Like, hey, these are our friends. We really like them. You'll like them. They're super funny. But I do get the other side of it of, um, no, I just want to listen to you guys. Like, their fans might be like, no, I don't care about the other people. Yeah, I, just I want get fun that. House, sure, right? I get that. Sure, sure, But sure. it really warms my heart to see when there is overlap. Mm-hmm. Because I know that, oh, shit, these, these fans do exist. Like, there are people who are big fans of Kind of Funny and Funhouse. We saw, uh, there was two people there with Kind of Funny shirts, mm-hmm. and it, it was awesome. Like, it really blew me away. I wasn't, I guess I didn't know what to expect, but yeah, as we walked up to the venue, there are people in the front of the line, like, waving at us. I was like, oh, this is fucking was cool. Awesome. Like, it was I'd, great to see everyone. It makes there. me happy knowing that there are, that the, I guess the fan base isn't as segmented as I thought it would yeah, be. Yeah. yeah,
1: that was super rad. And especially also, for,
2: I mean, it was a smallish venue. There was like 150
0: people there or whatever. No, it was no? more than that. It was probably like 500, 500. 500. 500. Yeah, yeah. less than 500. It saying. looks, people don't look, yeah, you think, you look at a big crowd, you're like, because they're all crammed in there, you don't think it's that big, but it was a pretty big, man. Yeah, Plus, yeah. it was a balcony.
2: Oh, that was the upstairs to, yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. That's where um, Ego
0: Raptor was. He just walked by us, pretending like he didn't know us, and just walked up there. I was like, thanks. And, hey, Aaron. Okay, bye. And mm-hmm. then you all freaked out. You are like, it's hey, Aaron. He's yeah. so cool. And I was like, remember when Andy thought we were cool? I do. Remember when he I was like, hey, that? what's up, Nick? I'm super nervous to talk to you. Like... Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I've been watching Game Grumps since... No, I
2: guess it was around the same time. <laughs> I guess it was around the same time. You're an <laughs> asshole. But, 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 but I knew of Aaron Hansen, Raptor from Game Grumps, sure. since before any of this shit existed. Since Newgrounds, when he was just an animator. And mm-hmm. he's what like inspired me to get into 2D animation. Well, that's cool. He's the reason why I... I realized, like, oh, shit, anybody can animate. I can just, if I have Adobe Flash, I can learn how to animate. Anyone can cook. And he, like, he walked by me, and I was, you know, kind of, I had been drinking. I had a few drinks in Your me. Moscow he go, meals. You had some and, liquid and courage in you. And he, he walked by me, and I was like, oh, shit, that's Aaron Hansen. And my first instinct was, like, let me just shake his hand. So as he's walking by, I was like, shook his hand. He doesn't know who I am, of course. And then he walked upstairs. And then uh, maybe 20 minutes later, he leaves with uh, the Game Grumps manager, Brent. Uh, and as they leave, I was like, I have to go fucking say hi. I can't just let them leave and like not say hi. Sure. Meanwhile, I had been texting Vernon Shaw, mm-hmm. who formerly of Hot Pepper Gaming now works at Game Grumps, uh, co creator of Dream Daddy. I'd been DMing him, like, yo, you're at the show. Cause I know Vernon way better than any of them. Uh, and he's like, no, nah, man, I'm not, but you should come by. You should come visit the Grumps office soon, like this weekend. So of course I was like fuck yeah I am. Mm-hmm. So then I went outside to go say hi to Aaron. I was like hey man. I I work with Greg Miller at kind of funny. I'm a huge fan. I've, you know, you got me into animation. He was like oh right on dude. And I was like kind of totally fanboying like I didn't want to, That's but I cool, was. That's
1: cool, though, man. Like, people fucking act like it's not cool to fanboy. I say it's cool to fanboy. Like,
2: I, I mean, the thing is, like this is all still incredibly new to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure had I been a part of Kind of Funny for five years, I wouldn't have done that. But well, you could
0: be me and you could just be completely oblivious to everyone around you at all times. Sure, yeah. Which actually is just a great place to be. Because yeah. then you always think, I am the best person in this room. Period. <laughs> No one can just prove me. Thought. I'm not
1: going to get into it, but need I bring up the countless times that that situation backfired? Oh, every time.
0: Nearly. I think I'm almost I'm almost like a perfect record for God. how many times my stupid ignorance and ego has gotten us into yeah, trouble. But, head, you know. head guy at BuzzFeed. Whatever. He's gone now. He doesn't do anything anymore. He's a um, <laughs> he's still a head guy. So anyway, that was my encounter with
2: them. Uh, and then we ended up visiting them later, but I'm sure we'll get to that.
1: I mean, yeah. Let's just jump to that. Can I just well, fucking say? Well,
2: we first off, we went to go get lunch with Funhouse, and that was great. That was them. all fun. Visited their new offices. I love them. They moved the editors out of their the bungalow. They're essentially in in uh, what are the, what do you call them? Like a little trailer.
1: House, this is their jump from the spare bedroom to a studio. Yeah, exactly. it's really yeah. nice.
0: We're very happy for them. They've got uh, obviously a lot of existing infrastructure from some of full screens, other stuff that they were doing, and they're moving into that. So I'm very excited that they're taking advantage of that. They're getting like a big ass studio space with like grid lighting, instruments, and all that stuff. It's gonna make their life a lot easier. Their editors
2: are no longer in a tiny like trailer home. Like, yeah, they, they have a giant room now. It's really, cool. And it's really cool and. It's nice to see them them. get resources on that because they deserve
1: it. And they're great people. So that was fun. Obviously fun seeing them. But then we went to the Game Grumps office and it was uh, all of our first time being there. Mm -hmm. I was blown away. I think there's by and large, that is the greatest office I have ever seen. The thing I was worried about
2: is that James Williams and Adam Kovic totally like overhyped it, but they didn't. So so we were like, yeah, we're going to go see uh, the Grumps office in a bit. And they're like, oh, my God, dude. You gotta fucking check this out. They have this, and it's like they were
0: explaining a theme park to us. It's, it's one of those things that they, if they had gone one percent less, it wouldn't have worked. But you walk into this office, and it is a complete. The, the theme of our LA trip was Japan. I just want everyone to know. Yeah. That. Well, they did not better than decidedly. Before. They <laughs> sure fucking did. But you walk in, and you swear to God, you're on the streets like the streets of Roppongi. Like you're just like where. Where am I? And I thought that initially that they had just done a couple of the offices in a Japanese motif, but they have done the entire space in it, complete with, like, those screens that go, the paper screens that go back and forth to delineate different spaces, uh, bamboo everywhere, the different lounges were themed. They had, like, seaweed and paki and, like, all these traditional Japanese treats, and it was deep. They had like pockets and alleyways where you'd pop down and you'd see like games. They had that whole amiibo section, which
1: was like a fucking hallway of heaven. Uh, For anybody that wants to see Game Grumps has a office tour video they put up. So just YouTube Game Grumps office tour. And it was from July 2017. And it's just, please do look Mm -hmm. at it. It's insane. It reminds me of... A Disneyland ride, yeah. Like the queue waiting. To it get to reminds the ride. me of Indiana Jones, exactly. Except Japanese, where they totally just committed to it, and it's a huge space. Where yeah. you're, it's weird because uh, normal production spaces usually have like really big ceilings, mm-hmm. like really high ceilings, and a lot of space. Yeah, this is different. Where it's more set up where like the ceiling isn't too high, right? Uh, but the amount of square footage they had felt like it never ended, and well, it was that, just like a labyrinth of. Right
2: little alleyways. I felt like we were done every room they showed us, and they're like, oh, and here's this other room, and it just kept going.
0: It's funny, it is the complete and total antithesis of what I like. And I thought, I'm like, this is really cool, and it totally works for them, but I I, I was like, about halfway through, I'm like, there's way too much stuff in here. There are way too many, like, the space is broken up into way too many like different little things. I like big, wide-open spaces, because coming from IGN, where we had the big open editorial pit with... Remember when we moved from the second floor to the third floor, and we were like, yeah. oh, that's nice. The ceiling's not touchable yeah, like you can't I just reach it. up and touch that I love open spaces as yeah. a person who has like claustrophobia I I hate when there's so much shit around
1: me it just gives me weird anxiety I can't do they it. fucking nail it I love it because where IGN failed IGN had this fucking plan where they're like well we're IGN gonna, we're gonna make this office so no, cool yeah IGN had the theme conference rooms and each conference room uh, is gonna look like oh this one's gonna still, look like portal you can still see the remnants
0: of them sometimes when you go visit the office like the portal room has like one thing left in it.
1: it they still like they still do it they've renamed them all and they've redid it it's still looks like garbage. I don't understand it. It's because they, they're like, you know what? We're going to give a budget of $100 God, was to the people that work here, and they're going to make them with whatever they Yeah, they, they broke have. everyone else Meanwhile, into groups. Meanwhile, Game Grumps I, was like, we're going to invest cool, a shit ton of money into set designers and people making this look like a real thing, yeah. which resulted in a Disneyland-esque experience. Yeah, it was actually
0: really well done. With the See, you weren't there when the IGN thing happened. They did it, and it was such... A, and I don't think the HR persons are anymore, so I don't think anyone there is gonna Definitely get insulted. Not. But it was, like, it was such <laughs> was four a HR people ago. a, I read this in a manual, th- we're gonna get, this is a team building corporate exercise, and everyone, like. Some of the rooms were cool. I uh, was just like, Ugh. Uh, Like everyone was like, I got real shit to do. There were some people that were stoked about it and like got together, like the creative service team got together and they made the portal room or the Left 4 Dead the room. The portal
2: room was amazing. But left it was one was of those good. things where
0: I'm like, it's, it's, I don't like things, I don't like half measures. I don't like things that are, Breaking this g- things. I know what this could have been. Like that portal room could have been the, the por- bathroom. The bathroom at Game Grumps, At Game Grumps. Where Game
1: Group's actually committed to the right. portal thing. Where literally as you walk, there's awesome. like,
0: there's mirrors. So when you're shitting, you can look over and see an infinite view of yourself in the other mirror, yeah. which I was like, that's genius. And then there are like lighting that goes like a portal. Like like one of the force fields in Portal. Portal. It literally had these little lighting pods that would go all the way up the ceiling, all the way down and like connect. And it was really, really well done. Uh, It would drive me absolutely, James was right. James was like, go in there shit once. And you'll understand it's cool, but you never want to shit in there again because the blue light starts to give you a seizure after a while. Or where I just started a fucking loser with. Me. Nick. Started oh fucking with me. I'm so happy
1: I'm not you. I wouldn't, I would never <laughs> shit in there. I that. enjoy
0: fun things. I would too. I enjoyed it. I enjoy fun things until I don't enjoy fun yeah. things anymore. I yeah. thought it was awesome. And then I they, when really I saw fun. the other bathrooms, I was like, oh good, you guys have two regular bathrooms. Cause I, I immediately think, What 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 would happen if I had to come work down here for a week? How would I shit in this bathroom? That is my number one priority. How am I going to shit in this place?
1: Yeah. I always think
0: that when I walk through.
1: What's awesome is not only was it like Japan themed, but they even, it was more granular than that where like Aaron's office was themed after like a toy store. Right. So it's like all fucking people in our industry have like oh, a bunch What's of that? toys Akihabara? on my desks and it? shit. Yeah. Yeah. Akihabara
0: is the city, you know, like he, Electric city.
1: It yeah. looked like you're actually in like a cards and comic store with like the glass cases, like showing off all the toys. You and could tell a lot of those toys are walls. from his
2: visits to Tokyo. And probably. it's so
1: freaking cool. Yeah. I loved all that. And the, um, the their kitchen area was like, looked like an actual Japanese diner. Yeah. I that was all cool. the tables and shit. I'm like, God damn it. It's cool. They it was, really it was, committed. they went all in on that all in
2: on it and then and it we walked great. through the giant amiibo wall where you are that was stunning surrounded by amiibo in nice tiny soft little light. slots yeah the light the lighting's really cool in there it's like whoever man i forgot who they said had designed it but it was awesome and then we walked into what was the sort of game design pit for dream daddy and now they are working on other projects um and then uh, what else? God, what they, they had an editing bay with do- closed doors. Like <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: so
0: hey, cool. hey, 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 <laughs> hey. We also have an editing bay that closes that has a closed door, but Kevin just never closes it. <laughs> Cause he doesn't he doesn't he wants us to hear everything he does. So that was awesome.
2: Um, and then we walked into the room where the magic happened, and it was there the actual recording. Was that a area. trip for you
0: to see that space? Is that the space they've been in for a while? Yeah, I mean, you? I've seen. I mean,
2: there are several videos where they use like because they never use cameras in their gameplay. It's just all voiceover. Yeah, it makes sense. But there are a couple times where, uh, if you know, Aaron's really frustrated with something, Dan will like bust out his camera phone and like record Aaron. And yeah, it was just cool as hell to be in there, man. Because like, shit, I've been listening to these dudes for fucking five year, four years,
1: four years. Was it like that.
0: cooler to be in there or come work here? <laughs>
1: Don't, hurt, Don't yourself. hurt yourself. Well, my favorite uh, thing next was, question, man. so then we, got to, we hung out with, with Vernon, asshole. who is a good friend of ours. We were catching up with him and talking to the manager, Brent. But then also you got to meet Dan. Right. And you straight fanboyed out. And the two of you were just like, I you... had to play it cool. No, Dan, well Dan then you was, failed. Dan was the then first you
0: 100% person. 100%
2: <laughs> failed. Dan was the first person that walked up and like introduced himself. He was like, right? hi,
0: I'm Dan. And you it's immediately went, the, so went nice. like this. Oh, <laughs> 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 and, and, Andy, like, I, I Andy. Andy. I play guitar. I, <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah, I play guitar. You play <laughs> As soon as <laughs> and, I, and, I then y'all, and then you immediately brought up Rush. You're like, you were actually good band. I had to I like talk Rush. about Rush with him.
2: So the thing is like, as soon as I brought up Rush to Dan, he was like, Sort of a light flick. And he was like, oh, okay. Um, And he said, you know what? There is something where... Whenever you meet a Rush fan in the wild, it's like sort of this unspoken brotherhood. Like you, it's like a family thing. It's, so like, fun,
0: it's like it's you. You talk about that. Like Tim talks about Q and Five, which is a much more obscure brand. Rush is a gigantic no, fucking band. No, but like no, they're but a the, gigantic.
2: No, brand. but you don't like Rush. Un, like you aren't a true fan unless you like like their whole discography. That's true. Right? I was, was like, like people three songs. Did the whole
1: thing where he like he questioned that. he tried to be cool.
2: Yeah, he was like trying not to quiz me, but kind mm. of like oh, yeah, well, what's your favorite song on this album? You know, You're like, why is Z. You're like, fuck you, get yeah, out of here, exactly. get no, out of here, talking about like, the deep fan. cuts We were talking about, sure. like, I even brought up how, like, you know, one of my favorite albums is Grace Under Pressure, and it's, like, during their 80s synth pop era. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was like, fuck, yeah, it's great. So we, like, we kind of, like, challenge each other's fandom, and he was like, oh, check out uh, my autograph albums, and he got, like, Seven of their he albums just opens a door and Getty Lee's like, there. <laughs> Check out like, the Getty Lee, the framed They had them, like all autograph and shit. And uh, and then I started recommending bands to him. He started wrecking oh, dude, it was just I like, love it. It was so cool, man. People meeting people, yeah, it was so cool. Um, and uh, we had some coffee and we talked with Vernon, yeah, had it was, a lot good. Of it was coffee. really yeah. great
0: we to catch up with Vernon too. Coffee. Yeah, we drank all the coffee. Yeah. Well, it's because we were so tired. And I did the thing where I was like, should we tell the Uber driver to go to a Starbucks first? And Annie's like, "Nah, dude, it's like an hour drive. And I'm like, you're right. Thinking it's L.A. There's a goddamn Starbucks on every corner nothing within five blocks of us yeah. <laughs>
1: five uber's so dude la drinks, blocks man. are long though yeah. la blocks are like half a mile that was the piece. longest uber i've ever been in it was, it was did i like say like uber? uber 50 minutes man uh uber san francisco versus uber la wow it is night and day la- Uber like man we are privileged and we fucking bitch dude, about all the little things so uber are. la it's, it's a fucking terrible. shit show these people like i feel like three it's out so of five bad. ubers we got in the people were talking shit to us. First that off, we're that one dude that when we got in the Uber, he's like, let me give you a piece of he's feedback. Like, hey, man, I'm like, let me, let me stop, you, stop you right there. Uh, Do not time, give me feedback. Next time when uh, you get the Uber, like look at where the dot is and uh, you don't need to call me. It's like, can, I've you, never you, used this app before. You Meanwhile, need, you don't need to
0: call me. You can just text me. brain, Tim's, like, Tim's like, as you're talking, sir, the star rating is
1: going down. I just want you to know that. But the key to keep in mind here is. I didn't call him. He called me. Yeah. I was on the right side of the street. Yep, correct. He was on the other side. He's an idiot. Of the street. Yes. So my like, he was an idiot. What the fuck is happening here, dude? Like
0: I took an Uber ride the last 50 time I was minutes with him. Oh God. I took an Uber ride last time when I was, uh, uh, when we were down there for the LA commercial where I had to go from, I had to go, where that it was supposed to be a 25 minute ride, but i waited too long to get in the car and it became a, like, I shit you not an hour and a half long ride. And it was to the point where I legitimately felt like the uber driver was gonna give up like I thought she was gonna just pull over and be like and then get out of the car and go just leave just walk away because <laughs> it was so frustrating life if anyone's ever been on the 405 where you're trying to get over the hill to the 101 at at, at like uh, peak traffic hours like 3 to 5 o'clock you know my pain because it was just like you're there and you just go how much do I want to live right now I'm actually questioning whether or not I should just try to knock myself out for a couple hours it's terrible uh-huh. it's fucking horrible but anyway Really quick, as we left the Game Grumps office, the one thing I said was,
2: "That's the goal," like, "That's the goal to be at that level and to have those offices," and it was awesome, dude. I'm it was, glad it was a good It was fucking for awesome. I Also, I loved seeing awesome. Funhouse
1: and Game Grumps offices in the same day because both of them. It's just like it's so impressive to see how much room we have to, to yeah. move up. Funhouse's
2: office fucking remind me of like
1: rooster teeth. It's See, like, I would take yeah. Funhouse over. the giant over... hangar, like it, yeah. it's not a
2: hanger but like this is a giant room for just sets. Kevin.
0: Is Kevin there? It was like what we've always dreamed about. When we, you and I get together and we bundle up and we take, we take our shirts off, front of the house <laughs> has offices. Off. <laughs> Back of the house is all open space with that's, all that's grid, everything. You and I, when we get together, we play a <laughs> uh, foot war. We play a little foot war together. I don't know what he's doing. I try to take your socks is. off with my feet. and You try to take Jesus. your socks off with my feet. It's crazy. I've, anyway, it was very nice. Yeah. Um we rounded that ship off, by the way, for anyone asking. I don't know where Timmy, he just got up and left. We went to the Ice House to see a show because I'd never been to the Ice House to see a stand-up show. We saw Jesus Trujillo. Uh, he is fucking, he was fucking hilarious. He's the only
2: comedian I didn't see. You guy. missed him because uh,
0: James and Elise came to get, grab one last drink with us. Um, and you probably were kind enough to pop out of the show and actually go to the bar area where they were at and hang out with them for a little bit. But Jesus Trujillo is like... He's, he does a lot of stuff at the comedy store. I've seen his name on the billboard a lot of times. And when I follow, I follow the comedy store on, on Instagram. They always talk. They, they tweet out the set lists. Mm. Um, uh, I mean, I thought in that set there
2: were other really good. Oh, there were a lot of really good
0: comedians. I can't remember who they were. I I meant to kind of give them a shout out, but I can't remember any of their names. So they're dead to me. That's how it goes. There was one of them who was half white, half Mexican. He was funny. Um, And, And yeah, that guy was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, and then afterward, my buddy Lonnie hit me up and said, hey, I was like, hey, are you going to any open mics tonight? And he said, yes, I, there's an open mic at Flappers, which is a comedy club in Burbank. He was like, if you want to stop by around 1115, uh, it's a lottery system and we'll go and we'll do that. And so I put my name, I bought a bunch of drinks for everyone, put like 15 tickets in the thing. Because I was like, I'll be goddamn if I'm waiting here for two hours yeah. and not going up. And I got to go up in about 30 or 40 minutes. And boy, a couple things I learned from that show. One, difficult to go up after a full day of stuff. And you, I was drinking. And then two, difficult to go up at 1230 in the morning. Yeah, man. It was late LA, when I went I've, up.
1: I've been alongside you on this comedy adventure. You are, you are my partner while. in crime, as I always say. And uh, being in LA, very different vibe than the open mics we've seen in SF. Um, I don't know if those type exist here and we just aren't going to them. But mm. the, it is, it's is—it's very LA in the sense that it, the, even the open mics feel like a thing real big showmanship thing Mm -hmm. uh, where there was this weird little stand next to the bar. And I'm like, oh, you're going to go up there. And you're like, no, 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 there's another room. And the other room was like... It felt like a showcase room. Well, it was it a work. showcase room. So the show, a show, so that Flappers was weird
0: Flappers has a couple different stages. Uh, from what I understand, just like the ice house does. So the ice house has the main stage that Crystal Lee was on. We couldn't get tickets for that because we uh, booked booked last minute. But he's like your favorite comics. So we'll get, we'll get them next time. Um, they had the main stage, which is the bigger room. And then we had the second stage. That's how Flappers works too. The main stage in Flappers is as big as the other one. And then the second stage show had just let out. What's cool about the LA clubs is because they want to support um, stand up like uh, they want to support stand up and new people coming into it because obviously they need those people They offer those rooms as open mics and so you go Obviously you're bringing in 30 40 people that are gonna buy drinks and stuff like that So it pays for the wait staff yeah. to be there um, But it's really cool to be able to do a show on a real stage and work through new material there Yeah, man, as opposed to a bar where man. there's someone playing pool and looks up at you every once in a while and goes shut the fuck up You're ruining my shot yeah. yeah. Now it seemed like
2: ninety percent of the people in the room we were in were comedians. Mm-hmm. I would say so. That's more, usually that's usually how it goes because I can't imagine how much
0: longer it went on for. Went on until one in the morning. I think it went from eleven to 1. 11.30 to one.
1: Yeah. So. It was it was definitely definitely weird. Yeah. Uh, probably I wish, my yeah. least favorite of the scenarios i've seen with open mics and that says a lot
0: well i think it was because for one you had to sort of the room was quiet so if you were sitting in the room you were paying attention which Mm -hmm. i don't like necessarily i like to be able to get up especially if someone if i'm going to go up a i don't like knowing if i'm going to go up or not i hate that it's a stupid feeling and i don't like i don't like when there's no set list of one to 15 and i know why i'm out on that because then i can just chill i can enjoy people's comedy i can Mm -hmm. text and go outside and do whatever i need to do i hate sitting there waiting for my name to be called it's it's not conducive to good comedy it is however conducive to a great open mic because it's fair like everyone gets the same amount of a shot of going up if you buy more drinks you get a little bit better but at some point it it alleviates the one stress point of open mics which is oh tim just popped by i'm gonna put my buddy up Yeah. Oh, Andy, I'm sorry. You've been waiting for three hours. Well, Tim's going to go ahead of you. Oh, also not cool. Greg's here. He's going to go ahead of you too. Oh, Kevin's here. You know, you're right after Kevin. And so like there have been multiple times where brainwash I just get so frustrated because I'm like, I'm 15th on the list. I've been here for three fucking hours. It's three minute sets. If you do the math on that, I should have only been waiting here at max an hour, Mm -hmm. but no, it is fucking mind numbing. So that it was cool to see that, but it was fun. I, I think it was great.
1: Yeah, it was it was definitely it was fun. Uh, I had more fun at the other show we went to before. That was the, the, ice the actual show. Well, yes. so we ate loud. nonstop. God, we all shit, that food was horrible. We shouldn't have done that. That we was terrible. A very, was a terrible we're idea. never eating in a comedy club again. No, like, it was we bad. need to make that a rule. Every time we've done it, it's been a bit of a mistake. Terrible. Yeah, the, uh, the, the food at the Comedy Store, the food at Ice House, Ice House but not good. But I was good. so
0: hungry, I just oh, we were so hungry. We did, I we ordered it. so much that the waitress started laughing at us, and They're then like, every subsequent no server table. that walked by us giggled. Yeah. We, we ordered because so we had much, shit piled up. We ordered so much food that she was
2: like, you know, there's a two drink minimum, but don't even worry yeah. about
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, do I need to get a cocktail? She's like, no. She's like, we
2: can't well, fit, you're, 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 yeah. I couldn't fit napkins on this place, on this table if I wanted to. But then you guys,
1: you let me down. You let me down oh no, pretty what I do? goddamn what hard I that night when we were there. Now, I have a newfound love for this comedian, Chris D'Elia. And I was like, <laughs> I want to go see Chris D'Elia. His show was sold out. We knew it. We bought tickets to this other fucking show that was happening in the same building, a different room. We get in, and God, the worst organized comedy club I've ever seen. Yeah, it was terrible. The building set up like shit. Oh, it was the awful. People were super rude. Not really good service at all. No. And uh, we went up to them and asked them, "Hey, is there any seats?" they're like, "No, no, no, no. it's not." And I was like, "All right, cool. Don't like you." They did. To. They, they did well, want of whatever. Pfft, pfft. Yeah, exactly. and I was like, "Oh, that's not, not very nice." do do that.
0: Now the servers in the room were very nice. Yeah, but the people at the front desk, da- the people I'm checking the people, people in the and the people show. are in charge of because what happens is the whole thing feeds into one bar and then they go, hey, if you're here for the eight o'clock show, which we were, which we were here for the 815
1: show, apparently. So but we didn't they told know the everyone, difference. They told everyone to get in line right. to get into this room. This should now, say if you're here we for all the chris D'Elia show. because everyone thought the line was right. the line to get into the show we were trying to get into knew. but no it was the line for the chris delia show all right all and right. as we started going we got so close to the door and i was and i saw them checking i'm like they're not gonna fucking check our shit guys shut the fuck up we're going through just go just go be cool be cool kevin Kevin, can you imagine the situation, right? Nick. Can you imagine me and you Why would you do this? Why would there? you ruin everyone's fucking oh, day? Oh, you think it's just Nick? No, we got two Andy monsters. Andy did it too? We have two fucking monsters here. That's we're so about. Right. We're literally oh about to be yeah. next, yeah. and then Nick does the thing where I know Nick's going to do no. anything. No, I, did. I didn't do anything. You did. I just looked you did at Andy, and no. Andy no. works no. that. You did the Nick thing where you yeah. get yes. nervous, mm-hmm. so you start talking to the mm-hmm. people around yes. <laughs> Hey, Hey, what's this line for? Oh, I'm going to make a joke. I'm going to do something. Hey, no, but really, though, what's this line for? And I'm sitting here like, God, oh, just shut up, Nick. Just stop talking. So, meanwhile, Andy's here. I can see him fucking sweat dripping down his face like, oh, man, I'm going to no. get in trouble. I it wasn't a trouble thing. I could see it. Here
2: was my concern, Kevin. I'm listening. If we're, in a, if we're walking onto an airplane, no big deal. Everybody has tickets. You're going to walk in. You're going to be good, right? Like an airline is different. If, there, if I was in a situation where Nick has been in, Andy,
0: you look I would around. N- I you look around if people are looking for seats on their, like, you know, do they have a seat number? I would have kept my Nobody mouth shut. has a seat number. But Great. as we're
2: filing into this room, the thing that goes into my head is we didn't pay for this show. We are taking somebody's seats. That's
0: wrong. But Andy Andy you always act confused the thing is this what usually happens confused. and this is what's happened every single show I've ever been to is the and it's the same thing that happened at that night when we went to the other room is they go you walk up to the door and the guy goes Takes your ticket and goes three, okay, this way. Which is, which is, I knew it was gonna happen anyway. So I was just trying to save us from the embarrassment of looking stupid we in front of the audience. Undeniably And everyone? I
1: guarantee you that we wouldn't have taken anyone's seats. Sold out does not mean every single seat is sold out. They would have fit three more people in that room. I goddamn Sh- guarantee I don't know. It. The He's room right, that, that we
2: ended up going to. That got packed. Was packed.
0: But also. Been fine. If we would take someone somebody, else's seat, I agree with you. If but somebody comes know. in and they're like, oh, that's my seat, you just get up and you're like, oh, well, no, there's fuck, no assigned seats. It's admission. Well, well, no, it's not, but they but, uh, seat you. That's but, uh, the thing is that you're missing this one key point is they look at your ticket and go, you're in the they would have just been like, you're in the wrong show. But, but also if everything's sold, though, if, though, so I'm if, all, if everything's sold out and it's packed and f- people that have tickets aren't sitting, they go to the front desk and they're like, yo, I can't sit anywhere. And someone comes in and they're like, we're going to have to fucking look at your tickets. And then that's when, you know, you get up and you quietly be like, I gotta go take shit. <laughs> That's fair. See, I didn't know. Weird, weird Here's tension. my thing: what would have <laughs> yeah, like, what? What, what would have uh, alleviated some of the stress is if we had Andy, the exit strategy, run away. right? This is all I need
1: you to tell me, you We stand and we go like we, this, Tim. We I need stupid. to know, like act like 99 percent of the people there. They're just like, I don't know what's going on, including us, because we didn't know what was going on because they did such a piss poor job of explaining what they was did. going yeah. It yeah. on. It was I blame them, Tim. It chaotic that's what and I'm saying. It's their fault.
0: Andy, what's up? I think we have time for one more. Before
1: we do that. Oh, you want to get into it? Oh, right. right, I want to let you guys know about our ads for the week. Our sponsors for the week, the illustrious Movement Watches. Movement Watches was founded on the belief that style shouldn't break the bank. The watchmaker's goal is to change the way consumers think about fashion by offering high-quality, minimalist products at revolutionary prices. With over 1 million watches sold to customers in 160-plus countries around the world, Movement Watches has solidified itself as the world's fastest-growing watch company. Cool, Greg. You love that Movement Watch? Yeah. You got that rose gold. He wears that rose gold. There's a whole bunch of options. If it, Kevin's wearing his right now. Kevin, do the cap cam. Show the people. There you go. Have you ever been late? I doubt it's unrelated. <laughs> <laughs> <So> <laughs> Kevin's, Kevin's, Kevin's been <laughs> late when he chooses to be late, not because he's late. it's Paul's time It's called you thought gift giving was all over after Christmas, but now Valentine's Day is coming up. Gia actually has a couple of these movement watches. She likes them a lot because again, a lot of options with the with the colors and the watch faces. I had the chance that.
2: to get one. I think the one that I was the one I was offered. I ended up declining, and Cougar ended up getting it. Uh. Because here's the thing: I lose shit all the time, and I would have lost it, or I would have like forgotten I had it, and I would have gotten to a fight uh, with some bouncers at a club. And I would have broken it on their face, and the glass would have gotten in, and they would have been, and I would have ran away, right? But then they would have tracked me back it's to it because they would have found out the glass came from a movement watch. But the
1: thing is, Andy, it's such a deal that even if that would have happened, you could just get another one because great. you can get fifteen percent off today with free shipping and free returns by going to mvmt.com/greggy. That's MVMT.com slash Greggy. Join the movement. You can find perfect gifts for him or for her watches, bracelets, sunglasses, or any combination of these gifts in a limited edition gift box Join for the movement. Valentine's Day. And it's going to be fantastic. We're also sponsored by Blue Apron. Damn, hell yeah, I brought that shit up quick. Oh my Bam, god, man, that's what you're a professional. Do. Greg Miller, big fan of this Blue Apron. You might have seen him the show Cooking with Greggy. <laughs> you say, big fan of Greg Miller. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Greg Miller. It's true. <laughs> I like Greg. Um, you can see He's him on right. his Instagram, hashtag Cooking with Greggy. A lot of those meals done with the beauty of Blue Apron. Blue Apron's the leading meal kit delivery service in the US. And while many people know what they do, many don't know about the types of meals you can eat when you cook with Blue Apron. You're not just having burgers for dinner. You're making short rib burgers. There's a difference there, and the short ribs make it fantastic. Blue Ribbon's the number one fresh ingredient recipe delivery service in the country. They achieve this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients and building a community of home chefs. They offer three meal plans. There's a two-person meal plan, a family meal plan, and then there's the wine plan. Uh, is Gia going to get on that as soon as her sober janitor is Yeah, when's she done with that stuff? February. When Good January. for her. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that makes sense. That makes a whole lot of sense. Um, for eight weeks, ending on February 26, Blue Aprons teaming with Whole 30 to bring you delicious recipes. The menu will feature two Whole 30 approved recipes each week, like seared steaks and warm lemon salsa verde with roasted broccoli and sweet potato. I'm oh, a big fan of that roasted broccoli. And chicken and kale orange salad with spicy tahini dressing. I don't know how you feel about tahini. Nick. Oh, I like tahini. I don't like that. Mm. <laughs> Son. Uh, Blue Apron is treating Game Over Greggy listeners to $30 off your first order if you visit BlueApron.com slash greggy So check out this week's menu and get your $30 off with free shipping at BlueApron.com slash greggy Blue Apron, a better, a better way, way to, cook. to cook. What else are you going to eat? A shoe? A better way to cook. Thank you for that, Tim. Andy, what's up? What what's your
0: topic today?
2: I was thinking about this. Um... And it took me I, I don't know if I wanted this to be the topic But I feel like Icebreakers Has had a resurgence with their ice cubes And so um, Because you know We've ridden off Icebreakers for a long time They've been at the bottom of the, of this the rung
0: This p- is traditionally why he doesn't get invited back They've been the at podcast. the bottom of the totem pole for, He takes a stupid joke and just crams it into the ground Worse than the the even bottom me And I know what that's like I
2: love it For quite a while and I'm not a fan and uh and i think that they deserve some recognition and uh, so yes yeah, so they their ice cubes um are the little cubes um i don't know if i want maybe next time Yeah, it's cuz i haven't fully thought out like icebreakers versus is. who yeah so yeah. i guess we'll, we'll go with you just with, got one half of the verses yeah we'll go with my other topic mm-hmm. uh, my other topic is um if you were the top no again this is real though i don't know what the exact verbiage is
1: andy nick motherfucking help me i'm sorry i zoned out there we're still on this the, are we still on the intro if for if this you topic could be the
2: number one ranked thing in the world do you want this to be the topic or yeah if you could be the top if you could be the 50th ranked thing in the world
0: well first off we are, are top be? 50 in in awesome podcasters probably yeah, we're definitely top 50. we're definitely top 50 so pff, right nailed it right okay
2: you know what? I guess I am the best games journalist in the world so if
0: number one or number 50 yeah. you know depends on the day I think it's an mm-hmm. interesting topic and here's why I like the idea of if you could be the best at something in the world what would it be what would it be because it really does ask what is your priority would I be the best lover no close. Mm-hmm. I'm already close in that when my wife wants to have sex I go are you sure she goes not really And then I just don't do it okay don't do it don't yeah. Need yeah. it. follow the rules follow the rules mm-hmm. uh, I don't know I I Right now, if you ask me, like, what would I want to be number one at? Probably stand up. I'd love to be the the, the highest, like, uh, just like I most successfully. Yeah, like, or like guys like Russell Peters that you don't necessarily know about in the states, but who is selling out like soccer arenas in Europe. Like that guy's life is really really cool. It's, it's awesome to be able to do stuff on that level. I think that'd Russell be really fun. Fucking
1: Peters, man, that's funny, is so good. dude. He's one of those guys. Like, he's one of those dudes that uh, I would watch his stuff off of Kazaa download his bits where it was just like joke by joke you would download because it wasn't the full Mm -hmm. actual thing. It would just be like five Mm -hmm. minute chunks. And God, some of the things he said, so fucked up. So funny. So goddamn
2: funny. Because I always think about that because whenever I see that a certain orchestra is coming to town, it's like, oh, this is like the number one violinist in the world. And I think, man, that's really cool to have that claim. And I think about what I want to be like the number one basketball player in the world or the number one I mean i would even say golfer and sure. here, and, and a reason why i go to well, golf golfer would is, be great a reason why i go to golf, golf is not that hard
0: your career can go on forever until you're like 70 and you know, to right? the, the the old what are they called the masters the old like what is jack nicholas in uh they, right now? the uh the pga the, old person's the,
2: tour uh, It's like the veteran no fuck Call them
0: the fogies we have to find i have to find it out
2: yeah but so i think about golf like you know so obviously in basketball your career would end around the sure age like you're talking football you, I wouldn't want to be the
0: best linebacker because you might have CTE I'm, yeah I'm and, probably not going to get that 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 may or may not lead to a the longevity of a life because what the ideal thing is to be able to do the thing until you die mm-hmm. right that's my thing it's like I would love to be able to do this what we're doing till How someone goes like you this sustain it sort yeah, of yeah like and yeah. I think with professional sports uh, you have to be careful with that if it's basketball I'm pretty sure they have longer careers but like in baseball I think you have longer career. fighting and uh, and football not something i'd want to be good at cuz you're
1: just taking abuse oh yeah absolutely and this is just a I lot of things that are weird like like this. you were talking about the violinists, like i'm if they love it that's great and, and you could do that forever too, them, yeah. yeah you could do it forever um there's a lot of weird things like being number 1 is uh enticing thing right even if it's sure. in something random like it interests people to say that you're the best in the world at that thing. recently i came across a youtube video that was like this is the number one jump roper in the world and i'm like the fuck does that mean how do you prove that? i'm intrigued and i'm gonna look how do you prove that there's competitions and yeah. she won the most competition of course there's a competition for that and then i watched stupid question yo, me. watch this fucking video it's gonna blow your mind you see her doing the jump yeah, rope, doing yeah. all the crazy like oh, stuff, like the whiplash and um, Iron Man too. Yeah, yeah. And I, it's really impressive. It's really cool. Boot. But then she'll go to a beach, Bird. and she'll, you know, like where the water meets yeah. the sand, mm-hmm. and it's just that kind of like, she, you know. <laughs> And she's doing it in picture, the water, jumping in the sand. And I'm like, I picture, I, just her like super fast. I
2: picture the jump rope, like propelling her on the water. Yeah. And she just starts kind of traveling. Jesus shit. It's crazy. Yeah, like, awesome. I'm watching this.
1: I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. And then they start doing like flips, like I, Tonya shit. Well, I guess I, Tanya wasn't doing flips. She was just spinning. But... I mean, it's sort of a flip. It's a side flip. Side flip. But it's sure. like that. But the, like gymnast vertical stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and they're doing that with the jump rope going. And I'm like, the fuck is happening? That's it's really hardcore. impressive. I would not be a jump roper though. Uh, what would you you're do? you bringing this up to me immediately. Really makes me go like what's the schemiest answer i can come up with yeah and as i'm thinking about that like, i need Investor. some time to think about I'm like oh no no just schemer i'd be the number one schemer that's all i mm-hmm. need that would serve me for the rest of my rest of my life right you then miss you like, missed out, out on a career on. It, uh, you
0: could have been an amazing hollywood agent
2: but your name is just low-key
0: tim L- gettys would have been the best hollywood agent ever yeah, you would because you would have just, you would have been like, listen, you would have been sitting across from Steven Spielberg and you would be like, listen, I got this client Nick. Now I know he's not tall and I know he's not talented and I know sometimes his voice gets high pitched like a valley girl, but he is the person that you need to put in your next cool movie about a horse. You
2: could cast James Bond as like fucking Steve Buscemi or something. Like you'd sell yeah. it. You'd sell it. Yeah. You were the, you were the I'm kind seller, of guy
0: dude. here. Here's who you are. You want a real life analogy. You want a real life example. Give rather. me that real, real. You're the kind of guy that pitched Tim Burton on Michael Keaton for the 89 Batman. And everyone in the world was like,
1: this ain't going to work. And then it worked. Mm. It was like just weird enough to work. I like to think that I'm the guy that introduced Tim Burton to Johnny Depp, where a lot of people can hate on it. But at the end of the day, no. first off, no one hates on that. The Johnny Depp Tim Burton connection, Edward Scissorhands. Are you
0: kidding me? Why not? Yeah, but then after that, Johnny kinda. Depp now. Oh, no, shit. Johnny Depp now. Yeah, <laughs> but no, when he worked with Tim Burton, he was, everyone loved, I fucking love yeah. Edward Scissorhands. So yeah. weird. It's exactly that case where you're like, you take weird idea number one and make it have sex with weird idea number two, and then the baby comes out and it's just awesome.
1: It's a hot baby, It's weird.
0: But like, I would look at those two and be like, enough, it's though. going to be a baby that's going to eat something and like die. Just yeah. eat and then die, like Portillo. We're always just afraid of Portillo's going to eat something and die. When Greg's not here.
1: Yeah. And he's always just running around with his he naked ass. He fucking
0: peed all over my floor today. He did.
1: Although that was your bad. Yeah, that was totally your fault. I yelled. Portillo runs in know. like with a little pitter patter. And Kevin yells like he's always yelling. Again, it is Boy the Cried Wolf. Because when you're all No, I heard him. I heard him. When I yelled direction. Hey, don't pet Portillo. He'll pee. Yep. I heard him.
2: Joey yells. immediately. No, he's fine. And I'm like, all right. do Joey said I
1: just took
0: him out. So, and to my credit, I have never once pet Portillo and had him pee with my soft touch. I think I calm him but not so much. Right. I don't get him. I don't get him to that spot. Today was an exception to that. He peed peed more than his actual body. Yeah.
1: There's like more pee than the volume of his
0: body. It just kept coming out. And then I look over and Cool Greg has one paper towel
1: in his hand. And I'm like,
0: (laughs) Cool Greg, it's not going to I need more than
1: that. And he was like, I got it, dog. Here's the thing. I saw this all go down and I love it. And this is just cool, Greg, my brother, in a goddamn nutshell, Well, he just wants people to be happy. Yeah. He just he wants to listen. He wants to do what needs to be done yep. at all times. God bless him. And like he wants it done however the person wants it done. So when Nick is having this fucking dog pee all over, Nick goes, Joey. Because <laughs> Joey's technically responsible. Now Joey's response.
0: She's the keeper of Portilla. The
1: keeper of the dog right now. Yeah. So Nick is just like, Joey, the dog's peeing. Like, get the pee. My brother goes, I see it in his money. He goes, They think I asked Joey to do it. Right. Does he not want me to do no, it? I so respect he, that about So him. he casually or like uh cautiously goes over and grabs a paper towel just to show you it to kind of. He flex, went he literally flex, took it. a
0: handful of paper towels. I was joking when I said he only had one. He had a, a, a nice girthy man style. Anywhere like this. To he looked at me and he went. <laughs> he like, pointed at it, and I was like, yes, yes, let's get those over here. Now, I saw your handful, and I thought to myself, that's probably not going to be enough, but we'll see where we net out. He put it in there, and it immediately disappeared. That's how much pee there was. It Dude. just disappeared. <laughs> and I was like, shit, there's, and it looked like there was more pee than what there was before. Joey comes in with one more, and I said, just give me the thing, and I, and I started unruffling it as your brother's like padding it into the pee, and finally, we put out the fire. Yeah, It was terrible. Portilla, number one ranked oxen in the world. Yeah, he probably is. is true. Actually, it's true, man. He probably is. I don't um, know, Andy. What would what would be your answer to that question?
2: So I, I already Just mentioned me sort of the lady. sports thing, but I, I also like to think about um because of the environment that I because I love the vibe of the community, like what it would be, what it would feel to be the, like the number one ranked Street Fighter player or Marvel player. And I always think that whenever I'm watching these big tournaments on Twitch and stuff, like man, it must be so cool knowing that like. And this is a few years back. Like co- consistently watching Justin Wong and knowing that like yeah, he might lose, and they're like, "Oh, but yeah. the Wong factor—he's gonna come back." And sure enough, he the v- Wong pulls, factor. He pulls out some bullshit. It's like, how the fuck did he come back? I don't know how he did it, but it's magic. And I would love to just like sort of have like the
0: crowd roaring for me and like man. But you'd pick? You pick, so so you'd pick professional video fighting. game player over like professional soccer player? Like you'd rather not be like uh, what's yeah? Because I just I don't sc- scary spice. I would David Beckham. Like you could pick David Beckham's life, or you'd Hush want. i oh, sorry, David. Be- <laughs> Which one? Oh, Eddie Murphy had the thing with Scary Spice, right? They had a kid together. All right, that notwithstanding, we you would rather pick kind of a more obscure thing like professional sports yeah. than you would like. Everywhere I go, everyone knows that I'm the best. I at guess this so because
2: I would still have like it's still a career where you can have, have an a very good living. Sure, um, but also I don't care about soccer. I don't care about the soccer fandom. Mm-hmm. Football, americano.
0: You're not in it for just the the pure money and the glory. correct. Yeah. You actually want to enjoy your life. Yeah. I absolutely. feel that too. Yeah. I but feel that I do too.
2: but uh, but now if you were to say basketball then that would certainly
0: Well, I mean it's your topic. Everything's on the table. Do you picture this? I'm going to picture this. You got two scenarios. One, you're in a dark room all day playing a video game or two, you LeBron James get drafted to the Spurs. Right? Okay. You guys are just you are what people are now calling the brand new dream team. You the call dynamic them, you call duo. You call him brawny, he calls you that them. candy man, that sweet, sweet candy man. And it's like fourth quarter. You guys are down by th- by two points. You need a three point, Correct. right?
2: Cracking he up. fucking,
0: <laughs> LeBron goes, I don't, he knows he doesn't have the stuff that night because he's, he's maybe just going a little downhill. But that candy man, that sweet mm-hmm. candy man just went to the candy shop. What did he bring us back? Let's find out. He passes you the ball. You put it what up. What do I do? <laughs> all net. All net. All fucking net. And it is just sweet and sour. They call you the sweet and sour, just like the Sour Patch Kid. From now on, you're the <laughs> Sour Patch Kid. Isn't that more fun? So That's more name, fun. Wait, the name changed? Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> you're going to tell me you're not going to hang out with LeBron James? No, that is... And live that, and live that baller lifestyle? <laughs> <laughs> you're fucking full of shit. You're no. taking basketball, 100%. No, yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't
2: fucking know. Fucking video
0: game. You're I not going think- to be like, this is how it. No, That's what you do, do all day. Fucking fade away, swoosh, man They call me fucking lifesavers. Sweet <laughs> I mean, sour. They call me the sweet some the <laughs> the yeah, kid. They call me Twix I mean, dog. And, Twix. And you know that your career if we were together though, if I pick that, you could be Kit and I could be Cat. Be Kit Cat. Hey, you're part of this now. I mean, it's my if fantasy. You, it's you both chose. <laughs> if it's me, you and LeBron, fuck yeah, we leave Canada. Fuck yeah.
1: Well, this is also. I'm happy that you you played basketball yesterday for the first time, and I I say playing basketball, we threw a basketball towards a hoop a couple times. Uh, But that was that was something special. Seeing the three of us, yeah, it must. I, I imagine
0: what happened was we went to the place we played basketball, and there were some people still left over from working there that day, and they looked out and they thought. I should probably kick those guys out. And then they started shoot, <laughs> seeing us shoot the ball and they were laughing so hard that they couldn't move. Yeah, That's what I like to imagine happening at cool, cool. Greg. I was fucking Andy swishing was them fucking, all day,
1: dude. Yeah, sweet and well,
0: for bounce. one, you gave me the ball. You're like, Nick, try to make it in. And I go to bounce the ball and it's got so little air in it that it doesn't come back up to my yeah. hand.
1: And then you start laughing. You fucking both of you were like, well, I told you, fair, Nick, watching you shoot, I expected you to, I don't know, kind of get close to it. But no. The first, he goes to shoot it, and he, like Nick, Nick, Nick has this thing about him. Mm-hmm. Confidence. That makes him look cool. Ultimate confidence. Where he looks like he <laughs> knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I very often don't look like, I, I'll, ever. I don't I know what, so what I'm it. doing, right? Mm-hmm. Nick, doesn't matter what he's doing, he looks like he has it under control. But then the ball went in the air, and God damn, it took... Maybe like 0.5 seconds before he was just like, "Oh, not enough power!" And God, was it not enough power? <laughs> no, it wasn't even like halfway to the thing. And then the next one, you go, and God, you just fucking rocketed it at it. <laughs> hits the backboard. I was just like, "You're oh, out." Too much power. Too much power. And it was just like, "Oh my God!" Now here's what I want you guys to understand about
0: me, right? Yeah, I'm listening. Okay. None of those shots mattered. The only shot that mattered was when Andy decided to really embarrass me and go live on Instagram. He's like, Whoa, "Nick's gonna get, try to try to make the ball in." Fucking nailed it, first time, dude. Nailed it. And Made it you hot. look like an idiot until we started shot. doing three points, in which case <laughs> and I didn't get one into my fucking <laughs> light. Three point shots. You yeah. shot three in a row. Over. Well, to be fair, when you're at the when you're at the far edge of the key, there's no backboard. You got to just hit it in. It's really difficult. <laughs> to be fair, like <laughs> no, it's difficult. <laughs> it's
2: a brand new like yeah. concept in sports. I'm <laughs> just telling you right
0: now, it could be me, you, LeBron, Steph Curry, and a person of our choice in this. In this, but you choose to do this instead. Do you remember, the, do
1: you remember Street Fighter was
0: what he said, right? I don't know. I just feel like, because you know what it was? It's from that where we were talking about the L.A. What, what was the team? The other team? Yeah, Overwatch. The team. Valiant. And they go like this. I won.
1: They go Where's Steph this. Curry? Is
0: he here? Oh, he didn't come today. Oh, because he has no idea what the Valiant is. We were, we were cool. in an
1: Uber in one of the many 50-minute Uber rides, and we saw a giant billboard uh, advertising the Overwatch, Overwatch League, Los Angeles mm-hmm. Valiant. Valiant. Mm-hmm. No, and, you know what? I checked back, and it was Gladiators. It was the Gladiators. They have two L.A. teams. Got it. Thank God and uh and nick what was it that you said about the
0: i don't know but it was something very mean it was something was it i don't know it
1: was it was what did he say i don't remember it was just something about like
0: well it was just because they were the the problem with the marketing of it is that they're trying to market them like like you would market a professional athlete so they're all standing there in their power stands but they all look like their mom's like one foot off like trying to live licking their hair to put them like, smile. I told you a smile, and then goes away, and they take the picture. It's just not the marketing's not working for me. I don't think it gets oh, across I you said, adequately. I think he said something like, "It these
2: guys look like they've never broken a sweat in their lives," or something <laughs> like that. Like, but they're all just these power
0: sets. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they're wearing those fucking wick shirts. Like, you know, like it's really gonna help me when I get off the field to cool down a little bit. Isn't working. It, just didn't work out it really was that. something, man. I was making fun guys. of it. I was doing my nerd thing. It was, yeah, it was, cool, it was cool, mean. Cool. It was mean. I scary. don't
1: understand this, so I need to hate on it. Oh, so I understand it.
0: Oh, you said I comedy. Okay. Yeah. Comedy yeah. fun. My, my, if we could, comedy is basically just an extension of the lifestyle we lead right now. If I could continue to do cobs and things like that and have all my friends come and like make video content around it and do a vlog like we did. Fuck. Yeah. That's Man. an awesome life. If I could just grow that to the point where people look at me and be like, Nick Scarpedo is a big deal in this industry. That's, that would sound fun to me.
2: Another thing I also think about, and this is when I am going back to in college trying to work in the games industry or the film industry, like as an artist. And I, th- there was this one artist, a uh, concept artist named Dave Raposa. And I just think that, like, and I'd see his art and I'd see how phenomenal he was at creating things and just mm-hmm. drawing shit and knowing knowing that he's going to have a career for the rest of his life and he can work from home and Sony's going to contract him out to do something and then yeah. Marvel and then Disney like that must be a cool feeling knowing that like man I'm really fucking good at this and I can just like work from home and never have to work for anybody I yeah. just have to work in a deadline and I'm good like I think
0: that's, that's a cool feeling I think that is what one of like my definition of success would be where you are, you get to pick the projects you want to work on based on what inspires you creatively. You know, you still have to work against deadlines, you have to work with clients, whatever, but you get to do the thing that you want to do. You don't have, like, the person you just described, I imagine in my brain, doesn't have to go out there and beat the streets for freelance work. People, he's got, Every his, right. well, He maybe As has a manager that has lined up, up The next five thing. projects yeah. that he's picked Right, Absolutely. It's it's what's cool about watching people uh, Like watching uh, the guy that directed Thor Ragnarok Now gets the pick of whatever he yeah. wants to do Now granted tank if he to, like, starts PT. to tank a little bit He'll have to go back to the drawing board But it's cool to be able to see him Like you hear rumors of him potentially Like someone talked to him about Akira the other day And he was like oh you know I'd go back to the original manga I'm like oh, that'd be fucking cool That'd, be fucking, that'd be, fucking be fucking dope if you could just work on that Because mm-hmm. Tim and I talk about this all the time Where we have to like You know, I paid some tax bills today and did some other stuff and like stuff that not necessarily I want to do,
1: but it's, it's, it would be so cool to just be able to do the
0: one thing and that's what you do.
1: Mm -hmm. I don't know. My other answer, and this is just something that I can't do, but I would love to do. I want to be the number one singer. I don't want to sing, I want to sing. You know What's what I mean? you oh, like yeah, you wouldn't be like, bitch got vocals. Yeah, I want to be one of them bitches with vocals. You know like, I mean?
0: give me an give me an analog. Give me a
1: contemporary I just for can't who sing. you like. I, I can't. There's, oh, you just want to be able to sing. I just want to be able to sing. But I want, I want, if I could be like the number one singer. So sang, you want a Mariah Carey, this bitch. I want a fucking Mariah Carey. No, I, I understand want Ariana grande Here, he,
0: Here's where,
2: here's my rebuttal to that. There are tons of incredible singers that their well, time sang. has come and gone. Mm-hmm. And they... They still have the ability to, and they're still really fucking sure. good at it. But nobody wants to put them on their songs anymore.
1: Well, the same feel, way goes I feel for like athletes. If I had that ability, I'd be way better in many other aspects of my life. But
0: that's the thing. There's, there's that happens with everyone, though, right? Like there are so few people who were stars in the '80s that are actually relevant now. There's so. I mean, same with athletes, right? Like Shaq's kind of a joke now, right? He's oh, doing sure. those general insurance commercials and golfing the whole time, yeah, it's, and it's like that's very really weird. weird. But no, like ten, you know, TNT fifteen years something. ago, he was like. On the, the best fucking team in, in basketball, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, that just happens. You fall off eventually. Something with the L.A. Lakers.
2: Yeah, but but to me, like, if you are a past NBA star, you will always have a job at ESPN or Fox. Sure, or... you'll be
0: able to. And by the way, you won't need to work But if as you're a, a gigantic like, star if, in the if you NBA were a gigantic singer
2: in the late 90s who is probably now starving for work and really wants to be a part of anything. And nobody, like, gives a shit about you anymore. Sure. Like, that's where I, that's the downside that I would see to your dream.
1: There's definitely downside, but then that's where the hustle comes in. Sure. It's like, get your money right But you're not right the
2: now. number one hustler anymore. I'm,
1: well, that's the thing is that when, I was saying number one. If you're the 50, number three I'm hustler. Down to be, I'm down to be the
0: number 50 singer. But number one yeah. hustler? Yeah. If one you're, hustler. Here's the deal. And this is what I love. I love looking at people like this, right? Kevin Hart is probably the biggest name in stand up right now. I'd say well, at least top, I would say top three highest grossing I, he must be number one comics right Who could even come i mean up? he sold is out a, like giant arenas like yeah. nights and nights in a row now i don't know how he is internationally but here in the states if you guys are watching this he is just he's a mega comedian right he has netflix specials he has hbo special he's all these specials he's got five movies coming out every year all with the rock i don't know how that yeah. happens but that's what they do that and dude, some of them
1: not that bad no I, every, jumanji. Every, evidently so jumanji surprised. was good you I saw it? Know. yeah dude oh. what the fuck Definitely not the best movie ever. Uh, I went and saw Ride Along.
0: I I saw that. I didn't go and see it. I saw it on HBO. Decent. Nothing to really write home about, but not... He does that thing where he has he's just so smart at going like, I'm gonna do this movie, then this special, and then this thing, and then this like special that's gonna back up the movie, and then we're gonna do this cool campaign, and then I got the rock movie, and that's gonna propel me forward to this, and that, and that, and the man never stops working. And it's so cool to see. And that's like, it's like Justin Timberlake, he's another perfect example, where we talk about people who like, have a hard time staying relevant in the music circle, JT's been at it for a long time but the dude gets it he's got the work ethic he goes away does the album comes out does the tour for like two years or whatever and then, goes then he'll away.
2: randomly pop up on SNL and like yeah that's cool he to, just, be,
0: he's to be in all these different circles he's like that's apparently right. at one point wasn't he like the president of MySpace or some shit like yeah, that it was something like that, a whole yeah, thing he was, was trying to get into
1: weird. tech uh, speaking of JT real quick I'm yeah. feeling it man the last yeah. two songs
2: I haven't heard the other one I just heard the first one yeah. I don't know that I've heard There's
1: either filthy, of them there was Filthy and then there was uh, another one Not a weird you Not know my
0: theory fine. on Justin Timberlake is that I hate every one of his songs until I love them
1: yeah and that makes I, sense
0: that, the last music. album the 2020 experience Um, I didn't like any of the songs on there oh, the first so time I, I heard liked it liked a decent amount of and them and now I listen to them all the time
1: yeah, he's like we'll bullfroil for I love him, dude. I,
0: I love know. him. Uh, let's see, we're one twenty into this. Do you want to go into I another we're good. topic? I think we
1: this, yeah. this was a banger show. You want to wrap
0: that up? Yeah, let's
1: wrap it up. Well, ladies and
0: gentlemen, thank you so much, guys. Thanks so much for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks so much for listening to this. Um, just a quick reminder, of course, uh, we put this podcast out here at youtube.com slash kind of funny we're also on itunes all that jazz if you guys are listening there make sure you rate us uh highly and recommend us to your friend hey you got a friend named chad everyone's got a friend named chad what's he's up pl- chad he's probably a guy you don't like that much because you want him to be better and here's how you make him better you tell him to listen to this podcast hey, tell him we're talking about him tell him that chad weird name but we like you we like you anyway chad come listen to this also if you guys i'm wrapping it up kevin don't worry don't about no, <laughs> oh, I see. Um, for the right time. Thank you, guys. If you're watching live on Patreon, we'll be with you guys in one second for the post show. Everyone else who's not on Patreon, if you're watching this and want to be a part of it, go to Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny. What's uh, good, Chad? For one dollar. You guys can watch this show live. We talk to you. We're going to the chat right after this. It's super fun. Um, and you guys can check out all sorts of other perks. Hey, if you want to up that to $2, you get entered to win our giveaway, which we give away every day. It's super fun. Uh, guys, am I missing anything for the closer? No, nah, Is that man. it? I think we're good, dude. All right. I love we're all good, three of you. Dude. I love Cool Greg and Kevin. You're getting some next. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs> You're going to get some. <laughs> You're getting it.